and thanks for joining us again for um, conversations through COVID-19 and today we're very lucky to be joined with by someone who has a wealth of experience um, not only working with the business community but particularly with entrepreneurs. He was previous CEO of IceHouse and also has been an advisor to our government um, on small business issues. So Andy Hamilton, welcome. Um, thanks Kia ora. Kia ora and how is your bubble? It's pretty good. I think we're all kind of, I think we're day 17, so we're all learning to get on together. I'm pretty uh, inspired by my children around how they've adapted to the change, getting a bit of fitness going, which is good. The dog, the dog is kind of working out what's going on every day. <laughs> so we're, like, we're coping and we haven't even driven a car for that time. That's so, and what tips have you picked up from your kids? Uh, to be more patient. Uh, to be prepared to do puzzles, which I've committed to this Easter, uh, and just actually to see how they adapt. It is remarkable how they just go, okay, well, that's the new norm. So pretty inspired by them and their openness to just go, right, that's the rules, let's do it. Yeah, which is incredible, which we're kind of asking of all New Zealanders at the moment. I thought I would ask you, um, though, uh, outside of your bubble, you will have been hearing a lot, I imagine, from small businesses in particular. Um, we'll know that they're really heavily impacted. What are you hearing? Oh, look, I, you know, the first thing I say is there are some businesses doing really well, and I kind of call them the thrivers. They're the ones that are just, you know, they're in food service, essential stuff. They are going really well, and they're just try, struggling to make sure they comply, keep their people safe and get access to resources. They're probably 5% at best. The rest, I call them the survivors, mm -hmm. and they're just going, whoa, what do I need to do? What's, what's happening with my costs? How do I negotiate with my landlord? Negotiate with this, like they're just sitting there holding on, and I think it's, it's a tough place to be for them. Um, but they're remarkably resilient small business owners, um, and you know, I think they're doing it tough, but they understand why, I think, largely why we need to do this. And do you think uh, we've done enough to make sure people know where to go in order to access the supports that are there? Because, of course, a big focus for us has been we yeah. know cash flow is really important. We know supporting employees and then rents. But do you think we've done enough to signpost that support? Look, I think, um, so, you know, uh, small business, the biggest challenge normally is isolation where they stay in their small business and now we've got this lockdown so I think that's the challenge how do we get the word out get the reach out so people know what to do and you know what I think about this time for a small business owner is like a three-dimensional game of whack-a-mole mm. right and without the base and so the challenges you know I think they're just coping you know, only just, and so we need to find a way. I think the government information is fantastic. And I know with my own experience in, in terms of trying to get answers from government officials, or it's been incredible. So I think, yes, but we can never stop communicating. Yeah. Now tell me, you um, worked on something recently called uh, Love Letter to Small Business. Yeah. Uh, I, I watched it just recently. Tell me a little bit about what was behind that. So, um, Basically, what that is is, is, a, is a delivery of love to New Zealand small business because we think they're really important. And it was created as part of this Manaki initiative, which is about helping small businesses at this time with providing answers to questions through a group of volunteer experts. 
I kind of call it a modern online business mentors New Zealand. And we penned this. We went out to a lot of famous New Zealanders and frontline New Zealanders and said, here's a poem that we've written to express our love of small business in New Zealand. And it's come across amazingly like you've seen it and we'll release it very shortly. Uh, and it just wanted us to say thank you to small business and to have a hand there to help them. In crisis, we need the small business owners to put their hand up and say, I don't know how to negotiate this. Could you help me? And so a lot of people will be asking the question, what can we do to help small business? And can you share a bit about your thoughts on that, both now at different alert levels and going forward? Yeah, look, I, there are a few things there. I mean, people who are in small business are independent, right? So by nature, that's the choice they make to be in small business. And so I think there are a few things that they can do, which is understand the cost base, um, work out how to survive, communicate. You know, a really big thing with small business is it's like funo. It's family. And that means the more you're open with your staff, your employees, the more that burden is shared. And then the more, I think, that they can start to think, right, well, how are we going to get through this? And then start having conversations, right? Okay, we're in four. What happens when we get to three? And what can we do now to get ready for three and two and the like? So I think that communication is the most important thing to me is to just be open. Hey, and I saw this amazing business out of Dunedin where I read the letter that went to all employees by the owners. It was Mm. incredible. Mm. It shared openly. It said, look, this is the challenges we've got. And it signposted what's going to happen. I think the more we share, the better off all small businesses will be. What about for the public then? What about for those customers um, and consumers who you know, we'll see that love letter video and think, yeah, I feel that I feel like I want to show that support for small business. Is it a matter of us getting back to simple campaigns about buying locally and supporting local? What can consumers do? Go and buy a coffee now? Well, you can't do that, can you? No. (laughs) But you can. You can go to SOS Cafe, which is an initiative that was created actually by an employee of NZTE who said, why don't we let people buy their coffees now for delivery later? In eight days, $275,000 of pre-ordered coffee and beverages. So I think, what does small business live off? Revenue. So how can we help them? Can we buy things early? Can we, you know, that's what they need. And I think they need to be loved. I think they need help. How do they go online? You know, the big crisis here is, if I can't sell physically through my shop, or my service, what, what else can I do? So I think, you know, small business is the heartland of New Zealand. It's important as it is all business in all community. But I think if we just think about small business and do something for them, they will return it a million times. So just that consciousness by all of us, really. Yeah, um, I th- well, yeah. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about, you've, you've obviously worked um, and witnessed uh, SMEs in different environments. Tell me a little bit about what you're picking up from overseas, both the challenges for small businesses, but also uh, opportunities, I guess. Yeah, look, so the couple of things there, I think in this sort of situation, it's very easy to get stuck in the headlights. And, and you know, so what we all have to do is let go of that and start to go, right, I have hope. Mm. So what could I do? What assets have I got that I could sell? Um, 
you know, what can I do now? I just got off a Skype call earlier today with a group of electricians who are going, what can we do? What can we do to help um, our business be better? There's lots of opportunity out there. You know, mm. local is back. Local mm. is back big. Online is really important. I mean, delivery, you know, a lot of couriers will be, you know, in freight. I think um, I wonder about, um, you know, the interpersonal connection with people. I think that's a really interesting thing. And I think we might see some collapse in, in supply chains and value chains. I don't quite know how that's going to go. Mm. Obviously, I love small. I think small business is kind of like such a part of our community. So I just think there's opportunity in any industry if you're prepared to work hard enough mm. and and maybe be more open about collaborating. Us Kiwis are amazingly in, in, ingenious and number eight wire, but at times we're not as good collaborating with others. And the way that you've been talking, I sense that you've got that passion for small businesses probably came quite early on. What started, what started you on this journey? Well, that's a funny thing, right? Because I worked in, you know, I was a lawyer and, and worked in big business. I did own a retail mowing business for, for Massport of all uh, groups. And I really got to understand that on the floor. And then I think when I was lucky enough to be first employee at the ICS 20 years ago, 18 years ago, I just saw them and their heart and their soul. Mm -hmm. And I just went, and I, and I also saw they're alone and I saw that they have such great potential. I've always believed it's not, the best business is not the one that you see, it's the one you feel. Mm -hmm. And so I just believe we just gotta, if you believe in someone and you help them to be better, it is remarkable the role that business can play in community. And I think the small business owners are amazing community people. And you know, it's a funny thing with this whole Zoom thing. What I've noticed with all this, I've got to know so many family members of businesses now. Yes. Kids Good running across. <laughs> and it's, a, it's such a beautiful thing because that is what our community is. Yeah. That's what so, and you know, that gives me hope. And you know, the kids are lying on mums and dads' chests while we're doing Zoom calls. Of course, we've got to watch out for the language, Prime Minister, but that's one of my work-ons, one of my work-ons. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I can tell you in our caucus rooms, we have the same thing. I see the kids, the kids come up and you can see some of the spouses trying to really prove, um, prove themselves and bring cups of tea during meetings. Um, one of the reasons I asked is that my, my first job was in a small business. It was a fish and chip shop in Morrinsville called the Golden Kiwi, which has been owned by the Kovic family consistently for, I think, over 50 years now. And that was when I saw that literally their employees were their family. And I still, they still feel like my family to me. And that's always the lens that I viewed small business through. Uh, you will have seen some of the things that make you have that faith that we will get through, people pitching in. What are the, some of the ones that you might want to share just to give that sense of hope to everyone? Well, you know, I like, to me, I understand the exporters and the tech companies are really important. Um, uh, so this week I went out to 35 founders that we've invested in and I just asked them simple questions. You know, how are you? Um, what are you focused on? Uh, three, uh, what could we do to help your business? Four, what could we do to help you as a leader? And then five, what's one thing that you would like to share with other business owners? Now, I asked 35 of these founders. I wrote all that down on the spreadsheet. And then this morning I sent it back to them all. Mm -hmm. to say, 
hey, you've actualized what you want to do. Now let's look at other owners and what they're doing and you can get inspiration from that. And that for me, I already had, you know, I had one founder down in Blenheim who's running an agricultural contracting business go, I'm new to New Zealand. I'd love to speak to other foreign nationals who are here so I can understand the cultural nuances mm. in New Zealand. And I think that is, you know, I'm inspired by so many businesses, the plumbers, the electricians, the builders, anyone that's doing anything, the fish and, chop, fish and chip shop owners, because they, they pay wages, they hire people, they keep our community going. And I think they are so proud of our frontline people. Mm. They are so incredibly proud of how they are protecting us all in this country. Absolutely. And of course, we want eventually for all of those business owners and owner operators to be back on the front line uh, as soon as we can too. Absolutely. What advice would you give to those businesses about preparing for the different alert levels? Governments put out a framework. It will mean different things for different businesses depending on what they do. But what general advice would you give them about preparation? First thing is understand the rules and, and how you can operate in those. Two, break your teams up into pieces of work that help prepare you for that day. Because when the, when the gate is opened at level three and at level two and back to level one, we need to be ready to go. So a good example is I spoke to an ele electrician company today and they do a lot of cold calling and they're like, and you know, we just don't think it's right. And I said, no, but what you could do is run Facebook adverts around what you do and then people can choose to tag in to you. Then you can start to build up that list for when the day is there that you can do that. So I think it's just planning. We have a lot of time now when we're not spending time puzzling or doing things with our families to think and share the burden and get ready for that day. And that, and I think, you know, uh, we'll come out respectfully. I think there's some big challenges around how we do this distancing, but we can overcome that. Yeah. And so we're known for our, I think now our adaptability, given how well we've done at this, um, this new world and how quickly we've done that, but we're also known for our ingenuity. Um, what opportunities do you see, you know, amongst this really difficult time, what opportunities do you see off the back of that ingenuity that Kiwis see? So, you know, if you think about, you go around the world, like um, China and Asia is quite open now, and, and there's been a shift from fresh produce to um, more like frozen and packaged products. And they love New Zealand and they truly love New Zealand. They love the way that it appears to me, the way that we've dealt with this crisis. And so I think you have to be aware of that shift and then you need to go, how can I move into that? It's always been difficult to export, but we have an incredible brand as New Zealanders. Yes, we have uh, ingenuity. We're a bit naive, but I think there are wonderful opportunities in the world, but to go after those, we have to be a little bit more, I'd say non-linear, a little bit more flexible. And you just, you know, in the end, business is about finding a customer that wants to pay you some money for a service that they get. And that just means we just have to go after it. Food, beverages. I think online learning is another area where there's a great opportunity. And it's so exciting to see, that, see the packages announced this week that is giving greater access to New Zealanders for online learning. So I think I, I see so much opportunity uh, mm. as long as we all give to get through this period before we can really start trading. I think that's really important. And, you know, Prime Minister, one thing I'd also say is 
we need to move from a reactive, you know, come call me if you, if you, if you want to negotiate the rent to being way more proactive, you know, that's tenants, that's suppliers, that's banks, so that the small businesses can get going. But if they have to make 10 phone calls a day, it's just impossible. Yeah, yeah. So plan, prepare, um, use our ingenuity, um, but also as customers and consumers, make sure that you're thinking about the small businesses who are part of your community and when the time yeah. is right that you're supporting them or even if those initiatives come up to support them nice and early, do that, do that too. Yeah. So that covers, I think, the things that I was going to ask you about today. But um, to those who are watching, I really encourage you to, to look at the video, Love Letter to Small Businesses. And, you know, as we... Um, come out in the future to different alert levels, really go out and show your love and support for the small businesses around you and in your community. Until then, we'll be back on another occasion for more conversations through COVID-19.